Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of It's Not About You with Jamal Harrington and Marianne Riley with special guest, Marianne Riley husband, Mr. Marianne Riley. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Romeo's in the house today, um, our guest of guests. Now, this is a special episode, ladies and gentlemen, because this time, uh, Marianne and Romeo and myself were on the same coast right now. Marianne traveled all the way from the great state of Washington, and she is in the great state of New Jersey. But nonetheless, um, she is here. Um, I mean, you both are here. That's the thing. Both of you guys traveled. I actually thought that it was just you, Marianne, but when you told me that Romeo came with you over here, I'm like, all right, great. We have ourselves a show. So how is so far... Being that you guys have been in Jersey the whole time, what do you think? New York. We flew into JFK. And so... A thousand just, apologies. Yeah. I apologize. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I, I'm still feeling a little bit um, traumatized by it all. Um, so first of all, I'm here for my job. So uh, I had to start work Monday afternoon, actually Monday morning. So thank you. God, I had the foresight. I was really hemming and hawing about flying out on Monday, and something. But don't don't do it. Just um, uh, leave on Sunday and get here in plenty of time. We left Seattle. Um, got to the airport at like what nine twenty. A.M. A.M. Our flight left at eleven twenty A.M., which was the. By the way, the flight awesome. Delta Airlines. I'm just gonna throw ah. this. Out. Delta Airlines. Those seats are bigger. I'm just gonna tell you more leg room. I did not know that there was a difference. I've always been touting uh, Alaska Airlines, but I'm gonna tell you, Delta. Those seats have. I don't know if it, it may be only an inch, but they have bigger seats. I'm just telling you right now, they are bigger seats. And I'll tell you yeah. how I know. When you no. put the spray down, it doesn't hit your belly. I'm just you. No, you, you know what? You're right. I just started flying Delta a couple. I've only flown a Delta a couple of times, and there's a difference. Like my mom even tells me, like, "Oh, have you flown Delta? You should try Delta." And I've always been like shied away from Delta because I would do, I, I'm united, I'm, I'm united all the way. But since I started flying Delta and then another airline that, you know, I checked prices, Delta's pretty, is actually not bad. There's a I've difference. Always Delta, my well, airline, most of my life. I've always been Southwest only because it was cheap. And <laughs> I, so that's what I could afford. Um, and Southwest isn't bad. I'm, I'm going to say, as far as ghetto airlines, that's jet. We all know that already that that's JetBlue and Spirit Airlines. We already know. We already know yeah. that's that's ghetto. But Delta. Now, I always, I always prefer to sit as far back to the back of the plane as possible, um, just because I love that feeling of takeoff and that that you really get that feeling of that getting sucked into your seat and then that weightlessness for a second and then mm. you're sitting in the far back. So it's always been my favorite place to sit. That plus yeah. if it happens with the with the plane, it's usually the back of the plane that's going to get totally destroyed right away. You, you don't have to fucking live through it. You're done. You know, I don't want to be hanging on. So that's not true. It's the, the wings that, you know, you might have a little bit of a chance at the rear. So, but, um, this, the flight was awesome. They had the, you know, we watched a couple of movies. I watched a couple of movies. He watched the Seahawks game. We lucked out, though, because. We booked it at separate times because we weren't sure if he was coming. So I had already had my seat assigned. And so when he got there, we. I, I um Because I'm a disabled veteran and I had my cane and my hat on and everything. Um, they let me get on a plane first. He's and first aboard. So, and of course, I had to assist as his wife. And so, when she sat, perks, found her, baby, perks. When she found her seat, when she found her seat, um, she had an aisle seat in the very back. I just sat in the next seat right next to her because his seat was about four, four, uh, four rows up on the other in side. In the middle. Yeah. 
in the middle. So I was four. I was four rows up in the middle on the other side, and she was four rows back up against the and, and she. But she had an aisle seat. So I went back there. I sat down right there, and I asked the, the lady. I said, "Is it a full flight?" She goes, "I think so." But you know, sometimes there's sprinkle around and move around. But I just mm-hmm. sat talking with her the whole time, and everybody started getting on the plane, and nobody came to sit there. So I sat there with my wife the whole time. Oh wow, nice. Yeah. So it was that part. That's that, and then we landed in in New York at on time, seven twenty p.m. Mm-hmm. On, and that's where everything went sideways. Um, because. You know, we we went to go pick up the rental car. Well, we did not realize that our rental car was off-site. So yeah, our had, rental car agency was off-site. And so... So we had... To oh, okay. Yeah. So, so we, we took this... We finally figured out, like, wandering around, kept asking people, like, oh, my God, that airport is enormous. It so is. It is. Around, and we finally made our way out to where the rental cars are. And we were asking where, you know, hey, we see all you guys. Where's our rental car? And they're like, oh, yours is off site. You got to go get the train or the, yep. you got to go get the metal. So after about a half an hour of sitting there, I was like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and call the rental car company saying, hey, do you have a shuttle that's coming out? Because it's, it's like 10 o'clock at night. Right? It's at 10 o'clock at night. So... I called and they hung up on me three times. The rental car company. Yeah, they kept hanging up on. They her. kept hanging up on me. And she was like being real professional, saying, "Hello, um, I just called and someone hung up on me, and um, I'm trying to get my rental car and in the shuttle." It's like, "Well, do you have your reference number?" She goes, "Yes, let me get my reference number." Click, and they hung up again. Right, so she called back, "Hello." Someone just hung up on me. I was getting my reference number, yada, yada, yada. Me, I was flipping out. She goes, babe, calm down. Well, You're on vacation. This is my job. Yeah. So, I, I'm, I'm, so I'm, like, I'm like, okay, I'm not saying nothing. So yeah. I said nothing. So finally, after, after five times, it was like five times, they finally sent a shuttle over. We get in the show. An hour we've been sitting out in right. the rain. Yeah. I mean, it was covered, but it was cold. It was rainy. Yeah. And and I'm just like, we still got an hour's drive to go to New Jersey. Right. So finally, we get in the, I mean, well, we get in the, the shuttle, and we head over here. We get over there, and the guy, and I and I told her, because he was like, well, it's, she was like, oh, well, it's probably busy. I'm like, there's not going to be nobody. We get there, there's nobody there. There's one guy sitting in the lobby. There's nobody there. I'm like, really? And that's the reason they kept hanging up on you five times. So, so finally, hold on. on. She's got a question. What was that? So, here's my question because I and you and again, I just landed in JFK for like the first time in a long time. I try not to fly out in or out of JFK, but I flew. But first of all, when I landed, it took, and I kid you not. It took me a half an hour just to get out of the airport. Yeah. From the moment I got off my plane to yeah. get to baggage claim, it was yeah. a half an hour walk. Yeah. And I was like, I'm walking, I'm, I'm following the directions, and I'm, and I'm, I'm like, wow. I landed at 8:30. I didn't get out of the. Air- I mean, I'm talking about outdoors till and I till like 9:05. Yeah. And I'm just like. This is why I most LaGuardia, you're out of there in lickety split. Even even in Newark, you would have to like and, and which my question was, how come you didn't land in Newark? Because it's usually cheaper to land in that airport because JFK is very far well, from no, where you guys are supposed to be. In Newark, I should have, I should have. But it was actually cheaper to fly into New York. But and that's weird because that's usually never the case. And it that's what I thought too. I thought, God, this is weird. But okay, so that's where I flew into um and I got a rental car because it was actually cheaper to fly into Newark or to New to JFK. 
So wow, okay, that's weird. So okay. I was like, and, and in hindsight, I would not do that again. In the future, I would fly in and out of Newark because I wouldn't get a rental car. But it, it was ridiculous. They we finally get into this place to get this rental car. Finally, yeah. And so she's like 10:30 at night. She's like, we get it. and she comes out with this, they drive up with this car, and I'm looking at, it, I'm like, what the hell? She goes, well, they gave us an upgrade. I'm like, from what? Yeah, it's they a, gave nah. us a, it was a Toyota Camry. <laughs> what the hell did you up from a Prius? Really, what? At this and point, I'm pissed at this point, and I'm done because I'm a diabetic. It, we've been we've been on a flight since nine a.m. It's ten o'clock at night now. And we had and they and gave I, us a, a, bag, a little tiny mini like this is the miniest bag of chips. It's like something you. Would well, I didn't have chips. I had a cook. I had, had a biscuit. A I had, had a biscuit. biscuit. Yeah. And so that's what we'd eaten all day. I mean, we we got <clears> breakfast on our way there, but by this time we're both getting. And angry. I'm fucking hangry as hell. So now they come up with this car sign. She's like, "Oh, well, they gave us nothing." I'm like, "From what?" He's I'm like, shit. "Oh my oh, god, this so is a pissed. fucking piece of shit." So then. We, she goes, I'm driving us to get some food. I said, fine, whatever. So we start driving to go get food. The car starts going beep, 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 beep. And a light in the And lights flashing out. I'm like, what the fuck? An idiot light. And so, and so we pull we pull into a restaurant and we go to this restaurant. And I'm like, I'm going to look at the hood. I said, I need to check to you know, see what's going on. Well, she calls the car place and they're like, well, your insurance should cover it. She's like, my insurance should cover what? She goes, your car has something wrong with it. And he's like, well, your insurance should cover it. She goes, my insurance isn't covering anything. We just got this car. We barely drove two miles away from you guys. And it's <laughs> going off. You know? From the upgrade that you gave us. From the upgrade that I you said, gave us, you know? I, don't, I fail to see this as an upgrade. If, if there's a mechanical issue, this is not something that my insurance is going to pay for. And at this point, the guy tells me, we need to be, we need you need to to be more professional. We, we need to keep this conversation professional. And I'm, and I'm thinking to myself, she's been more... She's and that's been, where I stopped and I said, I would have preferred we kept this more professional myself. Like, I would have preferred that your company hadn't hung up on me five times already. I would have preferred that you would have had somebody waiting for us, a shuttle, in less than an hour than it took to leave me out in the cold at the airport. I would have preferred that you gave me a car that didn't have mechanical issues. So, so Dan, so we if, leave. I, if, I, if I may, and not that they're sponsoring us, who's what rental car company? Ace, was Ace, Ace rental, rental. No way. Yes. What do you know about Ace rental car? Um, they're not to be trusted. I'm, I'm, I. Number one, I think what they meant by you guys getting an upgrade was. It's an upgrade from you walking to New Jersey. <laughs> so yeah. you have, that's, that's probably what they meant. Um, I, I've read some reviews on them, and they're not that great. Uh, you know what? I went with them because they're one of the preferred companies from my company, through my, my company. Mm. I wanted to go with Enterprise. Had I gone with Enterprise, Enterprise is right there at the airport. These guys are not. Yeah. So, so then we get there, and they, we finally, I, well, I, I go outside. I go outside first, and I, and I check. Well, we were and the we hood were of the car, the front hood, was not latched. You, the latch so I broke. kept opening it up and trying to close it, and it wouldn't latch. Because it's broken. Right? So she's like, fuck this. I'm going to drive back to, I'm driving to our hotel. I said, you cannot drive to our hotel with this latch not latching. I said, we got to drive an hour on the highway. I said, we are not doing that. And she was like, well, I'm a safety officer and I should know better. You're absolutely right. I said, well, they closed in 20 minutes. We need to turn around right now and take this car back. So we drive over there, tell them, I said, hey, I said, we found out what the problem is with your guys' vehicle. I said, the front hood won't latch. So he comes out, and the kid, he, he tries to close it, and it pops, keeps popping back up. I said, I told you. I said, the latch is broken or We've something. We've already tried that. Right? You know? So he's like, oh, well, uh, I'll give you another upgrade. And I'm thinking to myself, oh, my God. Okay. Okay, first of all, they need to stop calling it upgrade. Give me another fucking car. That, that yeah. works. How about yeah. that? Let's start with that. So, so he gave us an upgrade, which was uh, Nissan Elanta. Okay. 
a Nissan Altima. Which is actually, a, it's a pretty nice car. But the alarm was going off on that, that there's a low battery on the key fob. And I'm like, get this shit together, guys. So, I mean, that was, that, but then by the time we get to the hotel, we it's get settled down. It's one o'clock in the morning. We got to our hotel. And at one o'clock. Wow. We landed at, at seven. We landed at 720. We, got we get to our hotel at 1 a.m., 105. Yeah. 105. Six hours from the moment you land before yeah. you guys see. Yeah. Again, you still have that hour drive, about an hour drive from JFK to New Jersey. Yeah. And and you had to deal with five hours of this nonsense with the vehicle. So, I mean, there's a lot of lessons here, actually. Um, <laughs> first of all, in renting a... No, no, well, no not for nothing. Yeah. And for our listeners... This is, and this is for our, you know, for our listeners who travel, what I do whenever I rent a car, the first thing I do is I look for dents and I take pictures. Mm -hmm. I look for any kind of yep. imperfections. So when I bring the car back, they're not like, oh, this wasn't there. I'd be like, here's me holding today, yes, uh, yesterday's newspaper and the dent that was there. Yeah, that shit was there. You're not going to put that on me. Because that's what. Because the thing about renting a car is, not only are you paying for the time that you have in the car, you also got to put down a, a huge deposit. Yeah. You know, the last time I rented a car when I was when I had to make a trip to Texas, I had to put down five hundred dollar deposit. Wow. And I asked them, "Will I get this back if I don't ding the car or if anything happens?" Um. Well, they it was five hundred dollars because they did me a huge favor. I didn't have a driver's license. I had lost my driver's license in Milwaukee, but I bought a, a driver's license and they gave me like the paper license, like the license, like, hey, you could, in New York, you can use a paper license until your driver's license come in. When I went down to Texas, I went to Avis and Avis basically said, I'm sorry, we can't use this. Even though I booked the car in advance and I was like, well, you took my money. So when do I get a refund? Because I can't, I'm not going to let you take my money for something that I can't get. And I went to Hertz and I went to Hertz. I saw a black dude. I was like, this guy could probably understand my plight better than the girl that was just like not giving me the time of day. And I was like, here is my driver's license. It's a paper license because I lost my original license. But here's proof that I paid for one. This means in New York, this means I can drive here. What can you do? And the guy was like, I got to ask my boss. Let me at least ask my boss and I'll see what I can do. He asked his boss. He says, okay, you could take the car. But the thing is, it's usually a $250 deposit. In this case, I got to ask for 500. I had to move money around in my online banking just to get a car, just so I could make it to my friend's uh, dad's funeral. And I was like, will I get this money back if I don't ding the car? They're like, oh, yeah, certainly. It's just that, you know, we want to make sure we do our due diligence. And you know what? Hertz did what Avis didn't do, gave me the car, and I got my $500 deposit back. Um, it, the car ended up being like $750 altogether, but they gave me my $500 back because I only borrowed the car for like two days. So, but... It's just like you got to be very careful with some of these car rental companies because a lot of them, they'll jerk you around. They'll, yeah. you know, and and and, and there was only the, there was only at the time three cars left, and I'm an import car guy, but I was I found a Chevy Trax. They were like, yeah, go to go to um, section B, take any car that you want, and I was like, really, just any car. And uh, I took a Chevy Trax and the car, you know, I took pictures of any dents that was there and any imperfections in the backseat and everything. So whenever I return the car, they can't say, well, we have this, 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 this. No, no, I, I, you got you to stay on, you got to be on top of that. Now, yeah, we are you guys, unfortunately, now the thing with JFK First of all, not a good airport to fly into. Even if you live in Queens, there's two airports in Queens. You guys, uh, and again, not your fault. You've never been here before. So, you know, if you were to ask me, hey, where should I fly into? I would have been like, hey, is, is Newark an option? Because you have a, because with Newark, 
where you guys are near, um, the airport's like right there, not too far. And um, they have like a, a car rental, you know, you take an air train, there's a car rental place. I've never heard any bad issues with the car rental places there because they have tons of cars there, tons of cars. Yeah, so um, the thing with JFK is number one, they're going through cons construction right now. There's a lot of construction that they're doing in JFK. Number two, it should not take you a half an hour from after you deboard your plane to see the outside world. Uh, I remember walking around and it was like, does anybody work here that can show us, tell us where to go? And it was like, it was like four people that worked there in the terminal. It was standing around freaking texting on their phones and playing games on their phones and one was talking about buddies and shit. And I'm like, do y'all work here? They was like, yeah, we work here. I'm like, could y'all tell us which train to take? Where? Oh, oh yeah, you need to check that one over there. At the one with the doors closed that we just missed. Yep, just missed it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that that air train. I, I so I recently took that air train. I went outside and I asked one of the ladies who was directing traffic. I was like, where would I catch a bus? Because again, I've not, I haven't flown out of JFK in like 20 years. So a lot of things have changed. And she was, she, you know, she was like, let me go ask a friend. I just started this job today. So let me go ask one of my coworkers. And he asked one of the coworkers and she, and, and he was like, she was like, yeah, they said go over there and wait for the bus and it will take you to where you could catch the MTA. And then I did that. And then I got on the bus and the lady was like, oh, you need to catch an air train. Now, here's what I did not know. I've never taken the air train at JFK before. It is huge. There's a lot of stops. And one of the stops is actually stops me at um, the LIRR, which actually brings me closer to my house. But I was just like, wow, this is, I've never been on here. I'm like, okay. And it, it feels like I'm on a, the, the train, like literally on a train. But it's so big. And there's construction going on. And it's just like, you know, I I would say that when I land in Charlotte, North Carolina, that's a big airport too, in the woods in outside of Charlotte. But it'll take you at least 20 minutes, which still is long, to get outside and breathe the fresh air. You know what I'm saying? I remember when I land at JFK and it was just like I was a I was I had my phone open and I was writing jokes on the plane and I was writing jokes once I deported. And I'm walking around and I'm looking up at signs, okay, because I'm looking for baggage claim. Baggage claim is like any airport, I look for baggage claim or ground transportation. And I'm like, okay. And I always ask myself, I always time myself, how long is it going to take me to get from the moment I leave this plane to get to the outside world? Some airports, 10 minutes. But in New York, for some reason, it was, I, I was walking and I was like, Fuck, I'm still at the airport at JFK. Yeah. What the fuck? What the fuck? At Newark? Newark, uh, Newark is, 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 it's not the greatest of airports, but if anything, you could get out in like 10 minutes. Yeah, get so out in 10 minutes and you're, and you're good. You're flying to Seattle. Your ass is out of there as soon as you get off your plane. If you were right? You, as soon walking. as you get off that plane. Let's yep. just fly international. And if you're flying international, then you have well, to. Well, you got to go to baggage claim at that point. Like, no, no, you have to take the tram. Smoke. You have to take the tram, and that can take a bit of time. That can take a bit of time. Yeah. And, and, and the thing is, it's just like, it, it, it's, I, I think, like with JFK, it's almost like, it, to me, it's unnecessary. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So when you guys told me you landed at JFK, I was like, holy shit, you guys practice just getting off the plane. You need a Sherpa just to guide you to baggage claim. No joke. No joke, man. It was fucking crazy. So, um, but it's been, um, well, like, like we got here on Sunday. Marianne's been going to work since Monday. Um, okay. I stayed in the room and 
Yeah, because he didn't have a watch TV and yeah, I don't have a car or nothing, so. I stayed in the room and I watched TV and I brought my own Roku, which is which works out really well. So nice. <laughs> nice. That's that's something I'm gonna tell all travelers. Oh yeah. Take your I Roku with you. You know, it is so so nice because we um we've been watching, you know, the like boys. our the boys, we've been to watching our stuff and, and to go to sleep at night. We like to watch our we like to watch our Hulu. We like okay. to watch American Dad or, you know, something, you know. Or Hulu. Yeah. So, um, having the, he asked me, he's like, babe, should I take the Roku? And I was like, fuck yeah. And so, um, it, but, it, it was one of the best decisions to that, um, yes. that yes. we did because. Travel hack, next level. Because I Seriously. went, I went to, we you know, you get to. You travel somewhere, and all the TV stations are, are different or or um, time different. So you know, um, I get out here and they got like, you know, half of these channels are HBO channels and stuff like that. Well, hell, most of these HBO shows are, are old. Uh, you've you know, and there's not much for variety. And then so. Well, keep it in mind that Romeo knew. That Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, he was going to pretty much be, if he could find an Uber or how to use an Uber, then he could have some some freedom. But otherwise, he's going to be stuck in the room the whole time. I didn't pretty mind much. being stuck in the room. So he, that's why having the the Roku made things much better. He, there's oh, yeah. a little um, Rite Aid in the parking lot here that he could walk to. And and, and, and everything's right over there. Yeah, it's about I mean, a block not, over there's a Walmart and a giant yeah, Marplex I mean, and everything. I'm cool right here. Yeah, if he'd have needed to go somewhere, he could have, you know, he could have gone somewhere. But, um, and knowing that I, I was probably going to be working crazy hours, which I, I did. But um, the fun thing was, it's like, so Monday we were on our own and we went to this place called Smash Burger for dinner. Trash nice. Burger. Nice. It was trash. It was trash. Trash oh, Burger. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, and I'd heard of Smashburger. I thought it was good food. I thought it was supposed to be good, but not so much. Not so much. But one of the women that I was working with, she's from New York. Yeah, you, you know, you go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. No, you never mind. You know, you go ahead. You you can do that. Oh yeah, and that would work. And then you do that, and and the epitome of New York, right? And <laughs> a foodie. This woman was a foodie, and she was telling us all the best places around here to eat. Okay. So Tuesday night, we all kind of, as a group, went to a place called The Grove. And it's a bar, but they have food. Oh, my God. I've never had French fries. That, like, they were fried, but they, the they didn't have. No, I had fried green beans. I had French fries and one of the women had onion rings and they, they were not greasy in any way at all. Like there was no grease on them. And I was like thinking, was this really fried or was, was this an air fried? Yeah. I don't know. But even the green beans were so delicious and everybody was, but the rest of the food, like I had a, I don't know. It had chicken, grilled chicken breast with um, some red peppers and, um, some like um, um, like an ole sauce, ole sauce, whatever, and pepper jack, and it was so delicious. It was absolutely delicious. And then they, you know, we had a bunch of appetizers because there was a bunch of us from work, and corporate was paying dinner for dinner. Yeah. <laughs> and then, of course, I said, you know, because it was an informal one, and I was like, well, I'm bringing my husband. I wasn't asking. This one here. I knew that we were all planning on a company getting together for a team building dinner on Wednesday night. I'm like, I'm getting my husband. I'm not leaving him in the hotel. And so, and I, t I told him too, I said, I, as I come in and Jamal, you know, Romeo is Romeo, right? But I'm in here and he just had a soda and he was like, Bleh! 
and I'm like, no, okay, you could do that just the two of us, but you are not doing that at my work function. <laughs> behavior. I'm like, I don't work there. What are you yeah, talking about? And I'm like, and if you don't be on your best behavior, I won't work there either. No dropping f bombs and shit like that. Like these guys are, you know, church going people. So, so me being me. We, I wait till we get and there. And he looks at me and goes, challenge accepted. And I'm like, oh, fuck, no, you did not. What, what'd I do? So, so. So we all met in the lobby, because a lot of them, most of them were staying here, too. And they all decided, like, the four of them decided to ride together. The two of us, oh, you two came together. You guys can ride together. And I was like, thinking, fuck, I'm tired. I don't want to drive. And I was like, okay. And it's raining. And we get to the, to the bar. And. Your boss goes, I'm don't worry, I'm paying for everything. I'm like, sweet, good to know. I'm like, uh what's the most expensive what's thing, most on expensive that? thing on the menu? Honey, you don't like working here, do you? <laughs> and of course they were all laughing. And and, and the thing is anyways is that uh actually one of the guys that worked there, he did order that. It was a prime rib. He did. He's Ooh. like he goes, not to be that guy, but I was gonna order prime rib anyway. No, it was a state, uh it was a. it was a Filet, well, filet yeah, it was a, it was but a it was steak. like, a, you know, it was a porterhouse. Steak. And, and steak so we were, you know, and, and, I, and we had just our regular food and we had, of course, a bunch of appetizers and then they were buying a bunch of drinks. And, you know, when they realized Romeo and I, like, we don't drink. And so uh, the one guy that was there, he's like, well, I would normally have a drink, but I'm the drink driver so i'm not gonna drink anything so but we were all like we were hanging out we were laughing we were joking and we talked a little bit about work stuff well then afterwards at the end of dinner um the boss the big big boss the big corporate corporate boss like my boss's boss uh was she like, loves me she was like she goes well we're having dinner tomorrow night and she goes and romeo you better come you're invited i'm inviting you and he was like he goes thanks Val. he goes you're invited to the Thanksgiving dinner because we were talking about what we were doing for Thanksgiving and Romeo's like I'm 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 frying a turkey and her ex husband's bringing prime rib and they're like we're eating dinner at your guys' house for Thanksgiving so Romeo's like Val you're invited to Thanksgiving hell yeah I invited her and so so uh, yesterday work was good and then we went to okay I gotta tell you this other place I'm telling you this lady that I, I at work here that works here in New and she's from New York and stuff. So, she is a foodie and she can pick them. Yeah. The other place she picked was it's French it's a, restaurant. It's a French restaurant, and it's, it's called, called Sophie's. Sophie's Bistro. Yeah, Sophie's Bistro. And you would think, and where, and where is this at? This is in New Jersey. Okay, okay. it's over here in New Brunswick. And it was like Chef Gordon Ramsay was in the back cooking. The food dude. was insane. It, it was, was so good. Oh so my god. Delicious. It came out all bougie looking. I was like, oh, I, was, I, feel, I feel so bougie. I, I swear to God, you know, it looked like Chef Gordon Ramsay was in the back cooking. I'm like, oh my God, look at that. I will say this as much flack as Jersey gets just for being New Jersey, right? They have some good restaurants out there. Oh man, yeah. it was good too. Um, my sister, for her birthday, I took her out to Edgewater, New Jersey which is just right across the Hudson River. And uh, I told her, you pick the place you want to go and we'll, for your birthday, and um, Big Brother got big brother will pick up the check. We're going to do this. And, um, and I did that, and um, it was at a very fancy steakhouse there. And, oh, my God, the food was super, super good. So, yeah, Jersey, they got some good places. They're not fucking around when it comes to the food here. Um, and I'm telling you that this woman, Mary, from uh, a company here in, in New Jersey, New Brunswick, she is, I am, I'm definitely going to be reaching out to her for any other kind of food advice here in New Jersey or New York. Cause she, she was giving us some really good advice. Um, but the, the, um, Sophie's Bistro. So when we get done at Sophie's Bistro and everybody's getting ready to leave, Romeo looks at the boss and he's like, thanks, Val. You're part of the family now. Don't forget, you're bringing a side for Thanksgiving, right? And so... <laughs> yeah, your boss loves me. Well, 
who doesn't love Romeo? Seriously, who doesn't love you? I'm telling you. I was a trophy husband. Everybody loves Dragon him. Oh, Leo. yes, yes. He was my trophy husband. He was on his very best behavior, and he was perfect. He was a perfect um, eye candy. He made everybody laugh. He was telling, you know, funny stories and they were all dying laughing. And of course, everybody's talking about Romeo today, about how awesome Romeo is. Oh, for real? Yeah. Well, because when we were all wrapping up and they were like, tell Romeo we said goodbye. He is so funny. We were talking to some stories and they were just dying laughing. They're like, he's so funny. He was making us all just crack up laughing. And I'm like, yeah, that's my husband. Oh my God, I wish my husband was like him. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I do hear that stuff. Yeah, that's because I get up with you in the middle of the night and cook and fix your breakfast. Well, yeah, because so we've been, I've been spending the last couple of weeks, the two weeks ago wasn't intentional. Actually, I'm working on it, through, but two weeks prior to this, um, because of the work that I was doing back home, I was getting to work at 3.30 in the morning. So... Yeah, it was brutal. I was getting to work at 3.30 in the morning, starting work at, you know, like doing work with other groups at four. And so I was like, you know what, fuck it. I'm going to stay on this time zone because that'll give me that time to acclimate. So And what people need to realize is I'm retired, but I get up with my wife no matter the time. If she's getting up to go to work, I'm getting up with her. Yeah. And while she's getting ready, I make her coffee and I make her breakfast and then I send her to work, whether it's six o'clock in the morning or two o'clock in the morning. Yeah. I get up with her. I could vouch for that. And I do this. And he did. And he did. So he got up with me for the last two weeks to make sure that I had my coffee and my breakfast and sent me on my way. And then, you know, he may have gone back to bed or he may not have. But, you know, I don't care at that point. i I've got my day going. I don't go to bed. And he always goes to bed with me at night. We go to bed together at night. So it's not like if I'm on a walk, he's like, sucks to be you. Um, And so we're able to, you know, have that. So, and I told him, I said, last week when I was getting up, I said, look, I need to stay on this time zone because I'm just telling myself it's this time zone so that I'm going to get adjusted so that when... We go to New York. It's not going to be brutal. I mean, yeah, that's, that's three hours. Yeah, and shifting. Well, and everything else. It's it's shifting your time four hours. Like when I was getting to work four hours at three thirty in the morning. That's four hours earlier than I had been. Right. So I'm getting up at two thirty in the morning, two o'clock in the morning to be there at three thirty. So it was. Yeah, it was a violent shift in my wow. schedule. And so I'm actually kind of glad, though, because right now I'm tired. I'm ready for bed. But just because it's time I go to bed anyways, it's like 8 o'clock at night now. I'm like 8, 9 o'clock when I get up so early. So but it's, like, it's like 6 o'clock over there right now. Yeah, but it doesn't feel like it. It's not 6 o'clock in my head. Oh, yeah. wow. Okay. I'm in my, t- I'm in this time zone. I've already been, this is my week three in this time zone. So it mentally, and so I'm shifting over to this time and I'm like nine o'clock, I got to get up, go to bed so I can get up in the morning. But, um, mm-hmm. but the nice thing is, is that, you know, it's, it's helping us like get ready. So this weekend, it now tomorrow's ours. Well, we, yeah. This is our, vaca- our vacation. Now it's our vacation. Started. Yeah. Our, vish, uh, our, our vacation, mini vacation, our mini vacation officially started when she got off work yep. tonight. So okay, we've so how long are you, is, how long is your mini vacation? Until until Monday, Sunday, Monday. until until Sunday. Our flight leaves Monday. Yeah, so we, we fly, fly back on Monday. Monday. I actually took Tuesday off too, just in case I'm just dog ass tired. I no, might go smart, on. very smart. I do the same thing. Yeah, I was like, screw it. I'm taking Tuesday off, too, because I'm just so whipped. You know what I mean? Because... So, so I picked up us a hotel in oh, yeah. JFK. Um, I, by JFK. I, by, by JFK. Um, and um, we, by we, the way, we check in today or tomorrow, and we check out on Sunday. Hold on. Check out on Monday. Monday. I, mean, I was going to say, Jesus. 
holy shit, the hotels over here are goddamn expensive. Yeah, welcome to New York. <laughs> welcome to New York. Well, we found the cheap, cheap hotel was 153 bucks a night. Yeah, that's the face I made too. And uh, and that that scares me because it's like, so when I went to Norfolk, Virginia, and I started looking for hotels and I started reading reviews of hotels, I never wanted to vomit more at my work desk in my life. And then it hit me. I fucking hate booking hotels because, yeah. and I read all the reviews. I'm like, oh my God, this is what I'm getting for, for this, you know? And it's, it's, it's awful. It's well, awful. we got, got a, um, a king size bed. It's only got two piece things on it, but <laughs> they're on her side of the bed. I'm, now, the question is, how big are the bed bugs? Oh um, my god! Well, you know, one is about the size of Brock Torino, so and the other one. That's too big. <laughs> that's a big ass little. That's a big ass mini bed bug. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm sorry, Brock, if you're listening. I was joking, buddy. Um, we know he's not. <laughs> who are you really apologize? That's true. That's true. But um, nah, I don't know. They got it was like two and a half stars, three stars maybe. Yeah. But none of these places had really great reviews, but we the cheapest one I was what we got. Everything else started out um, the second the second. Um, most the second cheapest one was 193, and then it went up, and everything else was over 200 something a night, you know. Yeah, no, New York hotels very expensive. That's why I always tell my friends when they're like, Hey, what hotel should I stay at? I'm like, I don't know, I have family here. <laughs> no, none, my family will not allow me to stay in a hotel room. Just so that you know, we was gonna stay at your house, I was just gonna show up. I was wondering why, I was like, Where's the phone call at? You know. What, you have floor space for us? <laughs> floor space in New York. Hold on, hold on. I almost choked on my sushi just now when you said floor space. I will say this. Justin has met my father on three different occasions. Wow. My dad loves Justin. My mom loves Justin. So I remember one time me and Justin was out Justin was staying out in Long Island and me and Justin was out in Midtown Manhattan. It was like two in the morning. And um, Justin was like, hey, if you call your dad and ask him if I could stay over, what do you think he'll say? And I was like, you know what? Um, I called my dad and it was like, it was 2.30 in the morning. I was like, hey, I got a buddy with me from Washington. Um, it's too late for him to go out to Long Island. Can he stay with us? And my dad was like, yeah, sure. Why not? So I came, we didn't get to my place till about maybe three 30. And it was the first time my dad met Justin and Justin was like, Justin passed out on like the couch, just passed out. <laughs> and, um, I wake up, I see Justin's on the floor. Justin wakes up and he was like, hey, man, first thing that comes out of his mouth is like, thank your dad for letting me stay here. <laughs> you know, Justin has just was like, I, he was like, it could have been worse for me. And we were drinking and we were walking around a lot. And Justin was tired and I get it. It was like it was a long ass trip from the in Long Island. He stayed with us. And my dad, my dad met Justin and he was like, hey, man, um, you're from Washington. You, you, you're friends with my son. Anytime you come here you have a place we'll make sure that we have a place for you and whenever just when the last time justin was here we hung out in queens and then he dropped me he had a rental car he dropped me off to my place and he said hey let me go say hi to your let me go say hi to your father i was like yeah he would love to say hi to you because my dad even though we're, we're facebook friends and he sees all the pictures of me and justin if we're ever hanging out or whatever and he's like hey it's good that you have like someone you can consider your older brother. 
Yeah. He was like any. He was like anytime Justin is in town and needs a place to stay, he's got a place here. My dad, not for nothing, you know, he he doesn't know. I mean, he knows Justin now, but before that, it was just like, oh, my 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 son speaks very highly of you. Yeah, whenever you're here, your your family and my mom. Whenever Justin, my mom is like, oh, so you and Just, Justin came to New York. Where did he stay? What did he do? I was like, yeah, Justin dropped me off. He, he, him and Dad chatted for a little bit. Um, and that's it. You know what I'm saying? So with Justin, my mom loves him. My mom, oh, he's so cute. Oh, shut up, mom. <laughs> <laughs> like, just shut up. <laughs> Don't ever say that in my presence. And 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 my dad, um, you know, it, it's almost like Justin is already a part of the family as far as both of my parents are concerned. Yeah. Because he's very respectful. He, there was, you know, Justin could have came to your house and not said anything to your dad, but for him to acknowledge that your dad let him stay there, thank your dad, and then when he came back, he took the time to make sure that he at least went in and said hello to your dad. That's something. And, and, that's something. And that, don't. You're absolutely right. That that says a lot about a person because when he dropped me off, it was late. He could have easily been like, all right, bye. He was like, hey, bye. let me go see how your dad. And my dad was very happy when he was like, oh, hey, you know, like, hey, what's up? What brings you to town and this, that, whatever. And so it's just like, you know, and, and, I, and I've always said this even on Facebook. I'm like, hey, Justin's like a big brother. He is my big brother. So, and I don't know what, I, and I'm a big brother in my immediate family, but I don't know what it's like to have a big brother. So I kind of understand what it's like. Again, me and Justin, you know, it, it, it's like, he's, he's one of my favorite people on the planet, in spite of people, you know, being like, all right, you're friends with Justin Hayes, what's wrong with you? Um, nothing. Which is you really, because that just, those are the people who don't know him, truly. Or, because or not only that, it's those are the people who are like, oh, you're you're not as funny as him, so you just hate. That's what it is. Justin's uh, one of the most funniest people I know. Yeah, he is. He is very funny, and 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 the thing is, is that he is somebody who Justin doesn't give two flying fox. If you don't like him, he could give a shit less. He doesn't yep. care about your opinion of him. He doesn't need your opinion. He's quite comfortable in his own skin. And yeah. that's something I think is very unusual in a comedian. It really is. For somebody to be that comfortable in their own skin. And yeah. he's um, he's definitely one of those kind of people that, I mean, he's very solid. He's good people. He's definitely good I mean, people. He raised Irish very much. So very when Irish. it's all said and done, like, I mean, Justin, his girlfriend, you know, I, and his girlfriend's amazing. I, I, I'm like, in my heart of hearts, I'm like, bro, I hope you marry this girl. Mm -hmm. I really do. Um, she is, you know, when she when, when she came to New York too, and she was like, hey, what's your favorite restaurant here? And I was like, well, I do have one that I take a lot of first and last dates to. Um, come on. <laughs> and, and she was like, oh, and, and I think it was just the fact that I was like, here's my favorite restaurant. And the, the wait staff took really good care of us. And she was just like, wow. And, and, and when it was all said, she was like, hey, thank you for showing us this place. So I got a question for you, Jamal. When yes, we are here on the East Coast, and this is our weekend of um, sightseeing and so forth. Um, I do hope that we get to see you when we reach over to New York, unless you have other plans. Okay, so it's funny that you mentioned that. Um, one of my good comedian friends and I, we just, um, this Saturday, are you guys available Saturday? Like, well, Saturday, like in the afternoon, like maybe pre-evening, we were going to go get, oh, shit, you guys don't drink. Um, he's been wanting to get drinks with me. Um, he's a good friend of mine. But but instead of what I could do is uh, we could probably go out to uh, go somewhere where we could get food maybe. And a place that also has a, you know, where we could get drinks and hang out or whatever. 
really good friend of mine. Um, his name is Keith um, McKenzie. He's a he's a, a young he's a new comedian who has been um, basically doing everything that I've asked him to do, as far as hey go to open mics, keep writing. I put him on shows. I've, I've, I'm putting him on a couple of shows next year, and um, just one. He's a guy's guy. I think you guys would love him. I would love for you guys to meet. So I told him this Saturday what I would do is I would try to find a place where we could hang out, but. Any place that we go to, we'll have food. And uh, I, yeah, I think it would be great for Keith and I and you to just hang out and meet. He's a very solid guy, just a dude's dude. And um, I would like that cool. if you guys were down. So Saturday, I am available. Because um, well, you know why? I got my weekends back. <laughs> yeah, well, we're trying to, we're, what we're trying to do is we're trying to uh, we're trying to lay out our our itinerary, our itinerary for the day. So, so we were told if you want to see um, New York, you want to start all the way downtown and work your way uptown, or vice versa. That way, we're not going over here, then going over I, there, going back over here, then go back over there. I'll you be know? honest with you, Romeo, because even when my mom visits, my mom visits and she always loves hanging out. She she will say like, "Hey, take us somewhere that you think would that we would enjoy." You know what I'm saying? And she knows that I don't give a shit about the touristy shit. Like I would never be like, "Let's go to the Statue of Liberty." No, we're not doing that. You and my aunt could go and you can enjoy that. But usually what I do is I'll just be like, "Hey, since you're here, Let's go to a restaurant that we can't afford. <laughs> you know, like that's just no, that's just like my answer to every. Let's go to a place that, or I'll show you some things, and then to end the night or to like before we go home, let's go to a place that you, the three of us, would be like, wow, this place is expensive, and just go there because we can't. You know what I'm saying? That that that's kind of like that's. And I try not to do that too much because I ain't rich. But you know, when my mom is here, I I I, I make sure. So not for nothing, when you guys are here, what I suggest, what but I like to do, when you do that, you know, it's only so many times you know your mom's gonna you know be down for a down and dash. <laughs> nah, no, my mom. Like if I pick up the check for me, my mom and my aunt, my mom, thank you, son. I was gonna take care of it. Like nah, mom, you know. You're my mother. Oh, you, okay, okay, I got you. I got yeah, you. so so I pick up. I mean, I'm not not to brag or anything, but I do pick up the check because it's like my mom has done enough. <laughs> you know, <laughs> my mom has you know, and again, my, when my mom comes here, she's like a fucking kid. She's a child when she's here. She's partying and hanging out with her old friends from back in the old country, and I'm like, you be sure that you're back at a certain time now. You hear? Um. But, you know, my mom is here because my niece is here and she takes care of my niece and my mom, you know. That's her granddaughter. Of course yeah, so so she'll come and visit. And if my sister is like, hey, I'm, I need some help right now. I'm, I, I, my back is hurt. If I fly you out, will you stay here for a week and take care of Zen? She does that. You know what I'm saying? And then while she's here, you know, my mom, you know, she checks in on me. She'll come to the house while I'm at work or if I'm on the road and I don't know she's here. She'll write me like a nice little, I still have the note she sent me sitting on my dresser still. I haven't even moved it. Um, uh -huh. But, you know, but I've seen my mom twice since then. And, you know, she, she just, she, she's just like, wow. If I'm, t if it, we'll be like on the train platform and some random guy will come up to me and ask me for directions to, to a, a random place. And I'll be like, oh yeah, you take this train here, you transfer here, you catch this train and, it's a five minute walk from there. And my mom will just be like, wow, you know, New York, you really know New York pretty well. I'm like, mom, I've lived here for 25 years. I better know my shit if I'm living here. You know, it's just, it's just part of it. So my mom, I thought she always hated New York, but she's like, she can't wait to come to New York and hang out with her daughter and her son and her niece. And, you know, my dad and her, they still, you know, act like they're teenagers because they've known each other since they were kids you know yeah. so that you know so they'll a little 
flirta- little dry flirtation. I'm just like, you know, um, the umbilical. We're all grown now. You don't have to stay together because of us. You know, like you can cut the umbilical cord. No, that's funny but, though. Because- but at the end of the day, you know, our family, whether you're married, divorced, or otherwise, it, I mean, you're still family. Like, right. You know, my my dad's brothers and sisters, they still show my mom love and respect because you know they're just like oh we you know we know your mom from way back then i held you when you was like a little baby so it's just it's just that you know like just because both of my parents are not together anymore that doesn't mean that there's any kind of like you you know like your your average like even you and your step husband i mean i'm step husband (laughs) you and your ex-husband you guys are still friends so it's kind of like that you know like He's with somebody, you're with somebody, and you guys are still able to coexist. That's basically my parents. And it's kind of cute in a gross old kind of people way. It needs to be that way. Yep, it does, because it's so much healthier for the for the, the grandkids the kids, yeah. and and everybody. I mean, our grandkids absolutely love the fact because they're they don't know any different. They've never known anything other than they Romeo two, being in their lives. They and, got two grandpas. And yeah, so to them, it's not going to be until they're a lot older that they're going to realize that Papa Romeo, what do you mean I'm, I'm, he's not blood? Yes, we are part black, because look at our Papa. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. <laughs> That's right, you are. I tell my sons right now, and they 26 and 27, I'm like, you know I'm your real dad. You, just, <laughs> you need to understand that. That pigmentation is, uh, it'll, kick, it'll kick in later on, you know. <laughs> when you get a little bit older. That's right. As soon as you hit your 40s, you'll yeah. get darker. That's okay. Yeah. I mean, no, it, it's, 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 no, it's great. Um, I, I kind of feel like, I mean, I feel very fortunate because at my age, both of my parents are still alive. Oh, yeah. They're both, uh, they both, they're very healthy. They, they, they based on how they live their lives, they'll be around for another 20 years, probably. <laughs> like they really, you know, they're, 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 they're really, you know, my mom, she, she comes over here and, you know, she, again, she has that whole teenage girl. I, I kind of feel like, oh, when she's here, this is my daughter. This is what my daughter's going to be like. Hey yeah. dad, can I have a hundred bucks so I could do this? And I'm just like, oh, all right, you know, I'm doing this because I love you. Make good decisions. <laughs> and, um, you know, my mom and my aunt, when they're together, it's like they just, it's like, and, and you know what? It, again, it's cute. It's great. It's like, you know what? Good for you guys. Go live your lives. Go, you know, go to these bonfire parties and have some drinks and come home late at night to my sister's house and pass out on the floor, which I've seen them do. And it's amazing. I'm just like, wow. And you wonder why I do the things I do. But here's the question, though. Do you think that you'll still be doing the things that she does when you're you're her age? I'll be lucky if I'm even alive at that time. I'm probably going to be like, wow, alcohol poisoning got me at 50. No, you know what? Not for nothing. I would like to think that for me, there's a that I would mature but i doubt it i'm probably just gonna be this is a morbid transition speaking of dying in your 50s matthew perry you said die of alcohol poisoning in your 50 and i thought oh we do need to talk about matthew perry don't we yes we do you know what um when i first got the notification anytime i get a death notification i always google to make sure it's not a hoax, you know, because the internet is a cruel is a cruel mistress. And when I heard that Matthew Perry died, I was like, "Wow, um, I bet you we have a friend's that friend's uh, experience. It's like a it's like um, they have like a lot of stuff from. Uh, if you go to New York, it's on the east side of Manhattan. It's like on Twenty Third Street and like." near Baruch College. It's like the friends experience. You could buy like friends stuff and what have you take pictures of. I bet you that place was like packed because people was trying to like get their hands on some some stuff. But yeah, Matthew Perry passed away um, a few days ago. 
awesome. uh, in a jacuzzi. And uh, I still think they're trying to figure out what the cause of death was. They are. But, uh, I'm sorry? They are. They're still trying to do it. I, you know, and you read all these kind of crazy things about, like, all these cryptic messages that he was leaving before. And I don't believe none of that. He did, that. but he, I mean, he he did post a weird posting about um, being in a hot tub. It was such a weird one about how being in the hot tub and how amazing the warm water was or something like that. It was just a weird... Like you, you'd have to Google what that was. And then also they're making comments about how... So Batman was his favorite character. And he kept going, Matman. Yeah. Oh, you read that too? Yeah. Yeah, well, Matman. He was making... My, my thing is this. Um, I, I'll be honest with you. I've probably watched only 10 episodes of Friends. I've never watched it all the way through. Um, I uh, So I, I'm very aware of the show. It was a big hit back in the 90s um, with ABC. It's reruns and shit. And, 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 and it's syndicated. It's syndicated as fuck. Like everybody, yeah. every station has the show. With that being said, I mean, I, I can't say, oh, it's a Tilba show or whatever. I thought that with, I mean, Matthew Perry's character, I thought fit perfectly with the show. And also, I've seen a lot of other Matthew Perry movies, like The Whole Nine and Ten Yards, Fools Rush In. Um, and, and, and the thing is, he was, he, he's not a terrible actor. He's, he's actually pretty good. And yeah. he, he, he spoke about his drug addiction and was trying to do good by it. So I had, somebody told me, well, what if he killed himself? I'm like, I don't think that's the case. Um, I, I would like to, I, in my, I would like to think that that's not the case, but I don't think it's the case at all. I think it, it could have been, it, I think it's an accidental, an accidental drowning. Yeah. You know, the, the thing that I said when I found out that he drowned in the hot tub was, man, I sure as hell hope it wasn't a Whitney Houston kind of drowning. That would be very yeah. sad. Maybe yeah. At first, at first I thought, did he have a heart attack then drowned? Well, then, you know, sunk, you know, but I, I think when it's all said and done, he's actually, I mean, it, it, it is very sad that this had happened. I mean, 54, young age. He, yeah. I mean, that's very young, he's, first of he, all. He was, he was like a month older than me. And, I, and she's younger than me. Yeah. You're younger so, than me. so definitely that. Um, it would make the the friends reunion you know very sad because you're missing one you know um and i've read all the jokes on facebook and uh all the so my thing is this and hold on hold on, hold on. um ty Burnett posted something about how jacked up it was that people were making bad that were making jokes about math. And I I don't know, I must have run in a different circle because I've not seen a single one. I've not heard any of the jokes. I don't know that I would want to, but I haven't heard or seen any of them. I've seen, well, I, if you have friends that are comedians, they are diving all over this. And so are funny. I have friends that are comedians. I have a shit ton of friends that are comedians. Exactly. So it's just like, how are you not seeing this? I probably don't see any of the shit. I just I've I, I've seen I've seen some stuff that I would be like, okay, that that's clever and funny. You know, I mean here's the thing. First of all, I, I don't care um if you're if you're one of those people that's just like making jokes about Matthew Perry's death or whatever. Okay, that's fine. I had somebody I, I saw somebody said like hey look he was funny. He's a comedian. And he would probably be okay with this. Maybe we don't know. He's dead and nobody and we didn't get the memo. But a lot of people went ape shit making jokes. And I and, and, and the thing is, it's just like I did not say one thing about the death of Matthew Perry because again, I don't watch the show. I don't really care about the show that much. But at you take all that away, he's still a human being. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like a lot of people, well, I don't watch Friends anyway. Why should I give a fuck that Matthew Perry died? I'm like, well, you just basically told us how much of a piece of shit you are. He's a human being. You know, I don't care whether you like him, whether you don't like him. At the end of the day, he's a human being and he has a family. And, 
you know, it's 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 just like you you don't want to see, especially at 54, you don't want to see that from anybody, you know. But um, that's what really shocked me the most. I was like, damn, he was 54. Shit, that's that's young. Like, what were you doing, you know? well i need to i i hate to do this but i just i got a family thing going on and it just kind of popped up on me why am i'm not able to do anything i don't even know where i'm at i I can see you i am gonna have to yeah but i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to cut this short and hopefully i'll see you in a couple of days Yes, um, I have your, uh, I do have your number. What I'll do is I'll, call, I'll, I'll message you on Friday. Once I find a place and a time, I'll, I'll contact you guys. So we'll definitely make that happen. I would love to see you on this side of the coast. Um, ladies, and, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to abbreviate the show. But uh, thank you for listening. A special shout out to Romeo. And thank you, Marianne. Um, please remember, guys, it is not about you. Have a good night. Take care. Thank you. Uh, let me stop right now.